In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! I will never get tired of that intro. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet, hosted by this guy who almost, almost has his voice back. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Bay. What's going on, man? How are you? I uh, I am so heavily intrigued by... Um, how enjoyable it is to to watch as an admin uh, what people do in the two minutes leading up to the podcast for the first time. <laughs> yeah, because you um, couldn't see that before. No, no, I couldn't. And so yeah, when you when you were in the backstage, you watch see. JLB literally drinks like this, and, and see, he's not in here, so he's just watching. Going, oh my god, they're going to make fun of me, which is fantastic. But he goes. It's almost like watching Donald Trump with tiny hands. Oh, I gotta have a drink of water. Very entertaining. And now go ahead and bring that dude on. We are also joined, as always, by <laughs> JLB from Up North. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm angry. I'm angry <laughs> that I got friends who make fun of my drinking. I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, can't complain. Uh, a lot of wrestling this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, between you know the good. battle of the belts, and then mm-hmm. you also had the TNA or Impact Hard to Kill. So, which is good for you because you cheat on us all the time. So you need all the wrestling. Well, you know it is what it is. It is, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, this is the show where we talk about all the goods and the bads in the wrestling world. And there was some goods and some bads this week. So we will get into. There were a lot of bads. There were also some really kind of cool, good things. So we're going to get into that. But before we get into that, I always like to take this moment to let people know that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. You can click the doobly-doos after the show. Head down there. Go to tatnusco.com. Check out the other shows in the network there. Uh, tell them we sent you. And then be back here because we go live twice a week, every Sunday night and Tuesday night uh, for this podcast. If you prefer to listen to the audio version that still goes up later, so there's no problem there. You don't miss anything. Uh, but we would love to have you join us on Facebook or Twitter or uh, uh, YouTube for the live show. Uh, of course, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, you can send us a comment and we'll be able to respond to it right on the show, which is uh, super fun. For some reason, other Twitter doesn't integrate. So yeah. whatever. But we will go ahead and get into the wrestling crimes of the week. Open up the floor to the other people, see if they want to go first or if they want me to talk about. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure one of the crimes we're going to talk about it's on, it's on everybody's mind. Um, the other so, yeah, yeah, that that's a huge <laughs> crime. I mean, we know why it happened. 
Um, we talked a little bit before the show. We know why Deanna Perrazzo lost, um, or more specifically, why Mickey James won uh, and yeah. retained. Um, and and that's one of the things that we will talk about. But I think the big one that everyone's talking about is the what is it? Almost a dozen people released by WWE this week again. Now yeah. a lot of them were backstage people, people that you know we weren't in front of the camera. For like like Road Dog really wasn't in front of the camera. He's a former superstar, but uh, but he's been a producer and writer and and back backstage worker ever since. So you know, uh, 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 there's that. But uh, William Regal, huge. That's probably the one huge. I saw the most anger about yeah huge that's that's probably the biggest one the one that i'm a little <laughs> bit frustrated about okay there's some other people like a steel uh ryan katz george carroll uh you know um uh, dave kapoor uh who is rajin singh uh scott armstrong kathy carino who's also known as allison danger and he she's kind of the one that i get a little anger up she was brought in multi-time wrestling champion known for running the the all-women's promotion here in America called Shimmer, um, also related to former ECW heavyweight champion Steve Carino, and she was mm. just hired by WWE and moved across country with her family to Florida uh, oh, to work for them. Jesus. Like, I'm talking three months ago she was hired wow. and moved across country to work for them, and then they fire her in the first week of 2022. And that's uh, that's that's a little more frustrating. Like William Regal, at least had what was it, twenty one years with the company. You know, uh, yeah, it's been a while since he wasn't. He, I mean, he had a really he long run man, since he was that delicious lumber snack. Yeah, man, and so man. while while yes, I am really frustrated with it. But let, let's be honest, ever since they launched NXT two point we haven't seen hide nor hair of him on screen. Um, which was a sign there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't even out to announce we're going to have war games, um, right? Which is so, an exciting thing for you because you cannot wait to hear him say, "Say you guys are going to finish it out in blood and guts," <laughs> and and I'll pay money for that. I will. I want to. You'll hear pay that. money for an AEW pay per view, anyways. I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that a new thing? Is that a new thing that you do with the top of the 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 new live thing? I'm glad you noticed yeah, it. Yeah. It's new on this this episode. I don't know if I'm going to keep yeah. it. It it almost might be too distracting. But I I was uh I was I was working with one of your co-hosts from your cheater podcast. Uh, so you on, cheated on your own podcast, is what you're telling me? Uh, no, I wasn't on screen. I was helping him out. That was professional courtesy. There's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was he was wanting some help creating something similar on on that podcast, um, and and so I I had him on a live call and I was demonstrating on my end how I do it, and I came up with this uh, thing. I I might not keep it around though because you can hardly read that it says live just because there's so so much busyness back there. Let's see, like there, I put. Well, I mean, honestly, it says live. 
I just thought I didn't even notice the live. I just thought it's that the was a cool little across. cop flashing light kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's like a cop, you know, maybe you get red and blue, but then that would just yeah. be really fucking busy. Is that a hand up? Do you need to try and block it? And trying to block it. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna work. Uh not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> um but uh but anyway, so so William Regal, William Regal's frustrating, but again, he had to a twenty and one year run there. He is going to land on his feet. I I do think most of these people will probably land on their feet, um, at least the the big names because you know. Oh, I mean, uh, Joe's got a job somewhere. Yeah, Joe's. Got I don't a job know if Joe somewhere. goes back to Impact, but boy, what what better what better <sighs> time to go back to the old. What man. a big get an Impact, mm-hmm. right? For him to come back, Joe versus Moose. That was also the first undefeated champion. He was their mm-hmm. Goldberg. Yep. Joe so, versus Jonathan Grisham. Mm-hmm. Now can mm-hmm. be a thing. In a submission match. Pure submission match. How great would that be? Yep. Put it in my Fire. veins. Right in my veins. Um, uh, there, there were some, some wrestlers also released. Although most of them, I think it's only like three active wrestlers. And at least one of them we knew was going to get released soon, and that's Danny Birch, because they released uh, Oni Larkin a couple months ago. And without Oni, Danny Birch doesn't have a ton to stand on in, in WWE. You know, this whole thing was Larkin and Birch. Uh, mm-hmm. Timothy Thatcher was a little surprising for me that he got let go because uh, he had you kind know, of a push recently. He had and kind of a big young. push with that with that whole Tommaso Ciampa thing, and he was yep. yeah relatively young. And then uh, Hideki Suzuki, who was just recently pulled up and 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 put in the diamond mine um, with Roderick Strong and all the other, you know, the cruiserweight thing. And so it makes me wonder if Roddy isn't on the chopping block. I mean, he's no longer cruiserweight champion because uh, he lost that at the last pay-per-view or, excuse me, uh, premium broadcast event. <laughs> I, I feel like that's coming. I think uh, I think we knew that was coming before, though. Mm-hmm. Um, now the thing, the thing with Roderick um, that I will say is Ro- Roderick is kind of um, uh, he's he's kind of a weird case because you see him in NXT and he kind he kind of comes off as this younger like up and comer, uh, but he, he's been around a long fucking time. Like fifteen right. years, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he has a a fairly storied background uh, that included uh, almost ten years in full impact uh, pro wrestling, uh, two years in TNA wrestling, uh, eight years in Japan. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, huge was it two thousand three to two thousand thirteen. Uh, to 2016, so so that's 13 years in Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know his his career on on the majors started back in the 90s. He's almost got like 90, 1994 is when he started training. Uh, anyways, he's so I would think I, they keep him just so that AEW can't take them to get the full undisputed era, just as a little kind of like you're not going to get the last guy. 
Well, well, for the most part, I kind of agree. At the same point, I also think that WWE is, is, I think we've seen a recent change that WWE is no longer afraid to let AEW get a wrestler that they think has reached its peak, right? Right. They weren't afraid to let Kyle O'Reilly walk. Obviously, they didn't offer him a huge enough contract to keep him around. Knowing full well that Kyle O'Reilly walks, he's going to join Bobby Fish and, and Adam Cole in, in AEW. Sure right. enough, he did. Uh, they weren't afraid to let Johnny Gargano walk, knowing full well that I'm sure AEW has sent contracts his way oh. with a bunch of zeros on those checks. Um, whether whether he's accepted them or not, we don't know. We might not know. It's also from... very possible he'll move to Japan. It's yeah. not immediate because Candice LeRae hasn't been released yeah. yet. Well, and the thing but is, yet is an operative word. I think there. the 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 thing is, we don't know if he's accepted any of these, and we might not know for for a month or two because Candice LeRae's due in February at some point. We don't know the exact due date, um, so he might literally be saying, "I'm not going to make any decision until after the baby's here and after I've had some time with him." And I I don't blame him for it. I wish I could have had more time. Uh, off when when my daughter was born uh but i was back to work the following monday i had four days off and then back to work you know um and if they're in a position which they are that he could stay home with maybe i give him give him all sorts of props for doing it but you know aew is trying to get him there you know impact wrestling is trying to get him there and you know if i were new japan i'd be i'd be sending some feelers him this way too so but uh, WWE, yeah, I mean, obviously... imagine, imagine a Will Osprey Johnny Gargano match. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who's struggling to get over as a heel to be as heel as he can be. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, Johnny Gargano could really make you heel. Could really help your your heel case for. In fact, that's probably about as good a move as as they can make to get Osprey a little more heel heat. But yeah, I mean, just talking about. Uh... Roderick Strong. I'm trying to remember. It was a, I was like just goofing around, looking up old TNA matches from 2006 or 2005, something like that, and uh, uh, came across a match, and it was like uh, Roderick Strong versus might have been Austin Aries. I can't even remember who it was, but I just remember thinking to myself, this is like 2005, and he's a star right now on NXT. And this was 15 years ago at the time. Well, it had to have been like 2020 when I saw this. So, so, but he's going to land on his feet fine if he does get let go. I don't think WWE is going to keep him around purely to keep him out of AEW's hands. However, the 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 real question comes: Does WWE see a future in him? Because that's really been their thing right now. Is do we think that they've got a spot on our? future superstar roster and if not we're gonna cut him right um obviously they they see a spot for braun breaker on their future superstar roster um and and he probably belongs there i'm not gonna dog on braun breaker um uh because he he's got charisma he's got that steiner uh sort of feel to him right bill and so yeah, and build and all that stuff. So I'm I'm totally fine with Roderick. I'm not dogging on him, but eight. Uh, but WWE saw him and said we're shooting him straight to the top. Um, 
And uh, they, you know, that's why I I wouldn't be surprised if Tommaso Ciampa gets let go soon. And Roderick Strong is kind of the other thing. I mean, you know, keep in mind, he's fucking what is it, thirty eight years old? He's going to be forty here within the next uh, two years, year and a half. You know. Well, the thing about Rod Roddy is, though he is second oldest of the people who were in undisputed era, um, he looked the youngest to that group. That that's what was so so weird with him is because yeah he looks so young he's got a very young Bobby looked the thing. oldest and is mm-hmm. the oldest of that group yeah Adam mm-hmm. Cole looked older than Roddy, um, mm-hmm. you know so yeah and so, um, but yeah Roderick Roderick Strong could go anywhere and be fine yeah apparently he was also trained by Prince Iakea that dude was entertaining as I'll get out too yeah. <laughs> I thought Prince Iakea cracks me up because Prince Iakea makes great furniture too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah straight out of Sweden. Uh, no, yes. Prince Iakea, the wrestler known as Prince Iakea, is not an Iakea, right? But there was a, a professional wrestler who also wrestled under the name of Prince Iakea. Prior to Prince Iakea showing up in WCW, um, mm. who was? then had to, who, who was actually his his name was Rocky Iakea, so he's actually Iakea, right? Mm. But he actually ended up showing up in uh, WCW at one time, um, and he had to wrestle under a different name because they already had a Prince Iakea <laughs> that wasn't crazy. him and wasn't an Iakea. And I think that's really funny. Just like, that's yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. So you're you telling know, me I can't use my regular name that everyone knows me by? Nope, yeah. nope. We already have one of those. We done yep. copy. Holy shit! How much fucking Mentos do you need? Whoa! What are you talking about? Mentos fresh is fresh. Oh, back there. That's like a that's like Mentos. Sam's Club Mentos. Twelve dollars, bro, at Amazon. My <laughs> God. Anyway, you bought the wrong flavor. Those are the fruit ones. They're not very good. Well, those are for uh, quitting smoking. So just that little smoking lozenges. lozenges no, lozenges. but a lot of people find that just having something to suck or chew on. Uh, oh, helps them. Ah, suck on it. Yeah, and it's cinnamon, so it kind of has that like you know tangy little flavor and whatever. Anyways, it's not about yeah, sure. quitting smoking. It's about Princess Prince Ikea. No, it's about <laughs> WWE firing people. Firing people. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah. A, okay. But no, I, I, I do want to step away from it because it was it was an administrative fire. And there was some shit wrestling on WWE this week. Mm-hmm. And I mean shit wrestling. When you can manage to make the Usos and New Day a match that isn't as good as it could be. Every time those two face each other, you should be like, oh, holy shit, that was as good as the best. Or, yeah, well, that, the, the tough thing is... Can we have a conversation about how great this Usos versus New Day match was? Because though it's the 50th one, where does this <laughs> rank? You shouldn't automatically go, God, that was a bad Usos and New Day match. The, the problem is... Um, that's the match we always see yeah. on, on yeah. WWE, right? 
Um, it was a it was a no DQ match, so you know. Yeah, I mean, because here's the what deal: the like, I, I'm going to go through um, uh, just just the matches yet in 2022, right? Okay. <laughs> just in 2022, um, uh, <coughs> on day one, SmackDown titles of the Usos versus the New Day, right? Uh, then at a Super Show. The New Day, with uh, all all three of them uh, versus uh, the Usos, yeah, and, and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, um, right? Then um, at another Super Show, Bobby Lashley and the New Day versus the Usos and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Then on SmackDown. The tag team match, the Usos in a street fight versus the New Day. And then at the Super Show that was just yesterday, it was the Bloodline versus Big E and the Viking Raiders. So even even the one match they've had this year that wasn't the New Day, it still had some of the New Day in it, right? Yeah. Uh, but but you go back to, to, to prayer, right? And let, let's just talk about the ones that are like not the super shows or the live events or whatever. Let's talk about the the uh, the SmackDowns, right? Uh, the last SmackDown uh, match that the Usos had as a team in 2021 was on the 17th of December. To what it was against the Usos, the New Day, right? Uh, and then later they had a six man tag team match. The Miracle on 34th Street fight that was with the New Day and uh, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss and the Usos. And then a week <laughs> earlier, you had the New Day versus RK Bro and the Usos. <laughs> oh, oh, let's 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 switch it up a bit. We'll go back to the last Raw of November. Uh, there was a dark match. Featuring Drew McIntyre and the New Day versus the Bloodline with the Usos, right? <laughs> it's literally almost the only match they put them in on, especially on TV, right? Yeah, it's just because they don't know what they're doing. They just they're not creatively thinking, and they obviously haven't been for quite some time. But they just like giving up. Ugh, let's just put this together. Like, ugh, okay, whatever. Yeah, well, that's a match. Some of it comes down to we talked about this on the FBI show. Uh, they don't have a lot of tag teams right now. Um and and so they kinda have to recycle through them. But I But you're I not saw, even doing that. Well, they're not even cycling through them. They're just doing what they know works. But but I saw a lot of people on Twitter who were really angry when the match was announced for Battle of the Belts that was going to be Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. And they're like, oh, they're just doing a rematch. And I go, they do one fucking rematch every, like, new moon, right? Whereas WWE, all they do is rematches. Literally all of them. We continued Charlotte and, and Naomi. Oh, that's right. That's because the women's roster can't full, fill out a full fucking 30-person battle royale. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Now we go to one of my other crimes. 
we will move on to it because I've got a spreadsheet for it. Oh, so, spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. Ooh. I don't know if I'll share it because it's not super pretty, but it's worth at least knowing. So they announced 19 members uh, for the Women's Royal Rumble on SmackDown just unceremoniously on this week's SmackDown, right? Mm. Um, and I kind of understand why. I give them, I don't give them uh, um, free pass on it, but I kind of understand why. Whereas, like, for the Men's uh, Royal Rumble, they announced, like, six or seven people, right? Um, the surprising part is how many of them that were legends that were announced. But so they already announced Carmella, Dana Brooke, Nikki A.S.H., Queen Zelina, Rhea Ripley, Tamina, Aaliyah, who's wrestled, like, twice on the main roster. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Charlotte Flair, the current SmackDown Women's Champion. So I guess she's not going to have a match at Royal Rumble mm-hmm. aside from the Rumble. Okay. Yep. Naomi, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart. Play the 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 Brock Lesnar role. The if I win it, then nobody can challenge me. Uh, theoretically, I guess I don't know. But then they also announced Nikki Bella and Brie Bella, Lita, Kelly Kelly, mm-hmm. Michelle McCool. Summer Ray, really, and Mickey James. And the important thing here is they specifically said current Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion Mickey James, mm-hmm. which is which is important because it means WWE is actually acknowledging another company exists on air. Um, that's kind of a big change, but but so but that's that's still only nineteen out of the 30 women for the roster for the the royal rumble so i did some math i went and i looked up and pulling from their main roster roster right if you put every single active woman that's not currently in a match already announced for royal rumble right you still only have 28 no, 26 uh, of the spots filled, right? 26 mm. spots, which leaves four open spots. They literally could have their entire active roster in the Women's Royal Rumble and still have to pull four more people from either Legends or pulling them up from NXT, right? However, there is also the, the chance that there's maybe a couple free agents. And this mm-hmm. is also an article that I read today. One Kimberly mm-hmm. just recently became a free agent. Became a free agent. Um, they could also make a phone call to some of the free agents. They just let go. Brandy Loren's the other one. Brandy Loren, yeah, yeah. Brandy Loren is fantastic. Kimberly is is a former champion. Yes, like, Kimberly's. Um, and that there are foolish like not to throw her some cash. Kimberly but, um, is best friends with Shotzi Blackheart. Um, or not Kimberly, Brady Lorena's best friends of Shotzi Blackheart. So, you know, is that counting the NXT roster with the 28th? No, that's That's not not counting the NXT. That's why I said they'll either have to pull up some from NXT or or hit legends or free agents. Um, Kimberly would be a great free agent to grab real quick, but it lends some and and that's the roster. There are now. There is one thing that is at least uh, worth 
keeping in mind. And that is some of the women that they let go recently that are on 90 day no competes technically still together on the 90 day no compete can be called and participate. Right. So, um, Ember Moon you know, could be an easy show up. Yes, Ember Moon could show up easily, um, you know, because she's still collecting a paycheck. So they've done it before. They've called people in who are still collecting paychecks and said, you know. Um, I do think we are going to see either Oscar or Bailey, though. Well, no, um, and that's the the that Oscar is included in that twenty six. Oh, um, Bailey oh, okay. is still officially not, uh, at least according to my research, officially not cleared to wrestle. So she or is not even um, even uh, you nasty. Um, she, she's not. She did have the baby. She's she's not included in that because she's still officially on maternity leave, but she could be pulled in. You know, that could be a surprise return. She might say, I can't rule that out. Yeah. Or it could be, I mean, yeah. Or it could be that she's ready to come back. I mean, we can't rule it out, but I didn't put her on her Instagram. I saw her Instagram. She's already like bulked up and stuff. So. Yeah, so she could come back. I'm not. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm also. I didn't include her as the active roster. I also didn't include Sasha Banks because uh, reports have it she's going to be out six to eight months. Weeks? Uh, no. Six to eight weeks. Excuse me. Six to eight weeks uh, rehabbing her foot injury. Um, that's still going to put her out over there. She's way tougher than John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> but. Don't, we don't know exactly how bad that foot injury is because uh, they haven't really done a whole lot of like they're not transparent with it. But with that thing, she she has a transparent it. foot. Yeah, her foot's transparent. No, no. Uh, but that is including Zia Lee in that twenty six. Uh, mm. There, yeah, she's definitely going to be in there for sure. Yeah, she just had. It, it was surprising that she wasn't announced. The fact that they announced fucking everybody else. But <laughs> I'll also point out. That 26 uh, women does include Becky Lynch, the current Raw Women's Champion, who I fully expect to not be in the match because I expect them to have an actual match with her, especially with all the pomp and circumstance they have with another person that's on that 26 uh, woman roster uh, for Royal Rumble and and this that I don't think is going to be. That's Alexa Bliss. Because she's officially returned to the active roster. They're pitching that she's going to start her comeback this week, tomorrow. Um, oh, okay. But, but we don't know. Now, I expect... So, so here, I'll go down the women that haven't been already announced that fill out the remainder of that 26. Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Zia Lee, and Asuka. That's the entirety of the rest of their women's roster that, uh, that aren't in. Now, there are two women that are on their active roster that are not on that list uh, because they've previously been announced in the match, and that's Beth Phoenix and Maurice, who are in the match with Miz and Edge, right? Right. So, so they're not in that. But I fully expect Becky Lynch to be defending against one or all of Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop, 
or even Liv Morgan. I could see them pushing Liv Morgan out because she did lose again. Oh, they fought on Raw? Um, well, yeah, and they had day one, you know, and all of that stuff. Right. And so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we've given you enough chances. Move on. And they did make a big deal about Bianca Belair saying, I, I've, I've had fun going off and, and wrestling against Dewdrop, but now it's time for me to go back after my women's champion. Yeah. And then they did a big thing about announcing Alexa Bliss coming back, her road back. Um, so, so I fully expect... Becky Lynch to be off out of the Royal Rumble and at least one, if not multiples. Like I could see them make Royal Rumble be Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop and Alexa Bliss or Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss or something like, you know what I mean? A triple threat or something. But any one of those that they do reduces the number of women in the Royal Rumble so far, which just increases the number of call-ups and call-ins that they're going to have to do. Which doesn't always necessarily mean that that's going to be their only match. I think we've seen in the past that double certain duty. women have done double we, duty. we have seen uh, multiple times. Usually they've had their singles match earlier in the night, and then they lose, and then they come out in the Royal Rumble to try to win their way back in. Like, like mm-hmm. say, they have Becky Lynch versus uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss loses and then goes into the Royal Rumble to win the Royal Rumble to get another shot at the belt. Something like that. That could happen, right? Mm-hmm. But here's a hypothetical. Ready? Go for it. Will Alexa be the fiend character? I do not think so. I think they're they're using this to reset. I think they're one hundred percent using it to to reset, especially since the promo that they aired for Alexa Bliss. Oh, they um, actually aired a promo. Yeah, it, it was Alexa Bliss is is coming back, you know, uh, next week. We'll start to see the road. Um. Oh, damn. Okay. This was on Raw? Yep. Oh, okay. My bad. Alexa Bliss. I'm going to see if I can find the, the actual promo. Welcome to our world. But yeah, I I definitely see her coming out as regular Alexa Bliss. I think she's going to... I feel like they're going to do a little thing with... um, uh, with her talking to uh, almost a superhero and try to get her out of the funk. And I think Bliss and Rhea are going to fight. I think they're going to make that a thing. I almost feel like that's going to happen. And she might not be in the main title picture just yet. I would love to see her in the main title picture. That would be awesome. But I feel like they will continue that because Bliss was her best friend and so on. And uh, almost a superhero is going to be happy that she's back, and then Rhea's going to get jelly bean. Uh, I believe on Raw, though, there was also a little uh confrontation between the two, correct? Rhea and Ash. Um, they well, yeah, they had a they had a tag team title match, um, and there was the, the traditional miscommunication 
uh, mm-hmm. where they something happened and then they now they're gonna blame each other or something like that. That's it. So that's the perfect time for Bliss to come back and then really split them apart, sort of ordeal. And I'm down to see Rhea versus Bliss because I think that would be a good time, especially since we're gonna get regular Bliss back. So uh, I definitely see them doing that, and I see them both even being in the Rumble too. I don't see why not. Uh, Bliss would be a huge pop either way. Uh, so it would be a good time. It'd be a good time. I'm trying to see if they posted the promo for Alexa Bliss returning on Raw's YouTube channel. Because if they did, I'll play it here, but I don't think they did. It does not look like they did. I mean, it was just a really quick little thing that it was like next week. Did you, did you check the Twitter? I did not check the Twitter. I said I was on their YouTube channel. Did you not mm-hmm. listen to me? I, I did, but I was wondering if you checked the Twitter. Jesus, someone's so so offended easily. Yeah, Bianca Bear, Belair and Liv Morgan both aim to challenge Becky. That's one of the things they have there. Jeez, I don't know. Don't... I, I, I don't think a triple threat's the way to have Becky lose. I think chicken shit heels the way to have Becky lose right now. I mean, there's lots of the, the advantage of having her losing a triple threat is then Becky can continue to say, you know, no one beat me. Uh, well, I beat you in twenty-seven seconds, twenty-six seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. Do, do, do. Beans are friends, not food. No, that's fish. Fish are friends, not food. Oh. Anyway, so so that's what it comes down to. I don't know, maybe WWE, if you hadn't cut so many women uh, in the last, you know, six months, you'd have enough women to fill out a Royal Roster, Royal Rumble Roster, and not have to call in. Well, and I don't think it's too much to ask to have 30 women on your roster. Yeah. Because then you can have the the celebs, the the legends come in. Yeah, I don't uh, think it's too much to ask to have twenty five women on your roster, right? Because if you're going to have a tag titles, but um, they don't, they have nineteen active women on their roster. You know? Yeah, it's rough, rough. And that's including that's including the two legends who are embroiled in a feud with their husbands right now. Uh, not that's not including them. So they have twenty one, including them on their actual roster. And yet, we cut Chelsea Green. We cut Tegan Knox. We cut. Oh man, Chelsea Green was fire in that ultimate. Dude, oh my! God. How long were we telling you? Jesus, Chelsea yeah, Green is fire. Gonna be there. I was like, "That's the, oh, that's a win," and she wasn't the most important, entertaining part of uh, of uh, Zella Pro, but she was a piece of it, and mm-hmm. we knew she was good. Mm-hmm. And you she know, wasn't in, NXT in a total well, sight, right? Yeah, she was in NXT. Yes, okay. yeah, for a relatively short period of time. Um, she 
she was um yeah there's the graphic alexa bliss's journey back to raw next week uh she was very very briefly on on nxt before she got called up and then she in her first match on the main roster broke her wrist um oh she was, was she the one that always got injured? She came back and then got no, injured. Oh, Tegan Knox. Oh, Tegan Knox was the one that got injured a bunch of times. Chelsea Green just got hit by a bad luck on her first first match. And then once she was literally as soon as she was back ready to come in, they cut her. Go. Right. So she she only made like one or two appearances on the main roster before they cut her. Never got but she was really not injured prone on NXT at all. No. Um, she was okay. brought in. She was in the Robert Stone brand. She was kind of the face of that for a while. Yeah. And yeah. Then... Aaliyah was the one who knocked her off for the Robert Stone brand. Mm-hmm. Well, she walked away from the Robert Stone brand. Yeah. And that's when they were pulling her up. And then they left it there for a long time. Yeah. Way too long. Yeah, but thank I and I guess it's you guys who kept on talking about her, kept on talking about her, and then when I watched Hard to Kill, I saw she was in the Ultimate X, and I'm like, oh, all right, let's see what yeah. Chelsea Green is all about. And yes, whoo! good time, good time. Good time. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing, and this is something that that it it sounds like a no duh when I say it about her when you see her on TV. But it is it is really important for you to understand. She is absolutely stunning in real life. Like, mm. like, uh, oh, instages, uh, sort of a thing. <laughs> hard, hard she cuddles to... well too. So does Matt Cardona, though. So, yeah, I mean, they're both. <laughs> good they left me out. They're like, we're gonna marry each other and leave you out. But. Uh, and that that's not to say that Jordan Grace is not also stunning in real life, but she is also stunning in a slightly different way, right? Uh, she's stunning in a I'm scared of her stunning um, sort of way, uh, whereas Chelsea Green was a I'm almost speechless, I, I almost can't form words sort of way. Also stunning, uh, there's, there's very few people I look at and go, oh my God, you're big. And Billy Gunn makes me look tiny. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was And and of course Jonathan Gresham. He's he's a fat. little guy. Uh he's not super tall, but stacked. Shredded. Shredded. And Absolutely. one lucky son of a gun. Isn't he going out with Jordan Grace? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So but uh, but yeah, no. After after Hard to Kill, Impact Wrestling has tension again. I mean, I've been one of the people talking about Impact Wrestling for for quite a while, but they they made some moves at at Hard to Kill. That yeah, the um, ROH invasion that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's Matt after that crazy Taven hardcore match. In there. Matt we Taven. There there is a. Uh... There's definitely room for a third very solid roster in in current professional wrestling. And if and if Matt Taven's part of that roster, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You're in anyways what? on impact. Yeah. Let's let's Did, look uh, here and see see some Is there anything oh, in the tapings with them? Um Char- Charlie Haas returning. It's the only thing yeah. that I really saw. 
that okay. jumped out at me in the in the tapings, but maybe there could be something else. I'm just kind of trying to look in here and see if there's a name. Let's see. Uh, Vanessa Bourne could show up. Tony Storm. Tegan Knox. Taya Valkyrie. You know, I, I think Taya oh, would probably say people? no. Of the release people. I think Taya would probably try to say no because I think she's a little pissed with, you know, the whole Just you cut me and you cut my husband and all that stuff, right? Uh, uh, Shanna's a free agent, so but she's never really wrestled in WWE, so that'd be no. an interesting call in. Uh, Scarlett Bordeaux and uh, by associating Killer Cross, neither of them particularly happy with WWE right now, so I would be surprised if either of them showed up. Um, well, it wouldn't really matter. They would have to show up. Yeah. If they say, well, hey, they, we want you in the Rumble. They can have to show up and still not show up. And still not show up, yeah. Because when I mean, you're what, counting what are they to 30, do? skip 27, skip 22. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, ultimately, here's the deal. Is, and 17. Yeah. Here's the deal. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they could call Ty of Valkyrie and say, you have to come work this. Uh, what are they going to do to Ty of Valkyrie if she says no? Extend her uh, contract. They they can't extend her because it's post the release date, right? They can't do anything to change her release date. They've already given her her release date, right? So her they ninety day or thirty her day in her event. case. That's the one thing they can do. That's the one thing they can do oh, is not okay. pay her. They they can't fire her again. They can't really punish her in any other way, right? Um, oh, okay. I thought they were N- Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Nope, they could have extended if she hadn't shown up prior to them terminating. The firing. Okay. The firing, but they can't do anything. They've already given her the papers. She's in this waiting period. Nia Jax, another one that could show up. Mia Yim could show up, technically. Um, I don't know what they'd do because they couldn't really have Mia Yim show up as Mia Yim because they never had a wrestle on the main roster as Mia Yim. Um, but they're also not going to have her come in as reckoning because no one gives a fuck about that. Very valid. Um, speaking of the same thing, imagine if they were doing this to some of the men. Yeah. I mean, mean, technically they could have Eva Maria showed up. You have to come in. Yeah. Eva Maria might jump at the opportunity. Yeah, she might. Yeah, I'm sure. A little more screen time. A little more screen time. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I think exactly. she was even shocked. I, I I think she was even shocked that she was there before. Like she was like, "Do you want me back? All right, whatever. Come get me." Like I don't think she ever cared. If for her, it was just more screen time to begin with. Anyways, she's was always kind of focused on movies and doing other stuff with her modeling as well and all that. So, she for well, the most part, I agree with you. Except she made a very, she made a very very public. Uh, thing about how she was working really hard to try to make her way back into WWE. So oh, yeah. Okay. You know. Um so here's but either a, way. a side note question. Does she pop for impact? If she shows up at impact, does it give them exposure pop? I think it's 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 the one place where they would get exposure and people it it'd be bad publicity publicity. Blah, 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 blah. For Eva Maria to show up in Impact? Yes, but it would be publicity. 
nonetheless. Yeah. I don't think that's the sort of publicity that Impact is written. Now, there were there were definitely women on that roster that I think Impact Wrestling uh, could and maybe should sign. In fact, here's actually... Impact Wrestling has a, has a real shot right now um, if they've got the budget to do it, which may be a question in itself. But um, to make a run and truly make a run at being the second best women's roster in professional wrestling because we can talk back and forth making a run at the best women's roster Uh, because we can talk back and forth about AEW's roster and I know JLB doesn't agree with us on AEW's roster Um, women's roster that's fine we can talk back and forth on that but the the real thing is if Impact Wrestling wanted to they could pick pick up some signings to the women's roster I mean they 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 literally could say and and the thing is the fact that they had the first women's ultimate X match at Hard to Kill says they're probably headed that direction. Says that they are putting some some preference into their women's division. But Impact Wrestling really could say, fuck it, let's go all in on the women's division, right? We've got some good stars in the men's division. That can kind of hold on its own, right? Let's focus on the women's division and let's fucking kill it. And they could put together a really solid women's division. Uh, so, if, if, I mean, right on. now, if you went worldwide, they're probably third. And the only reason they're third is because WWE has the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're probably, they might be fourth. They could be fourth behind the AEW. Um, mm-hmm. Well, if you're going be, worldwide, you have to keep, like, stardom in you mind. You have stardom in there. Stardom and Shimmer. Yeah, stardom is the one that's the stronger of the two between mm-hmm. stardom and yeah. Shimmer. Um, I would say I would say it's probably WWE stardom. Really, I mean, as much as it irritates people to see it, WWE is Sasha Bailey. Is, I'm sorry, Sasha Becky and Charlotte. That's mm-hmm. really what that's made out of. And Bianca, like well, and, and and they built Bianca, so that's them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'll give you and Oscar. No. What? Where, where's Oscar been right. for the last eight months? Yeah, you, you I'm just saying that's, that's, like adds... saying. that's like saying Shayna Baszler. Yeah. If they don't feature her, she's not. She's not. A no, piece. but I'm still saying she adds. Uh, she adds something to the women's division. When she doesn't she add the there, drawing though. power that that even Chelsea Green no. does right now. At the moment, she doesn't. Now, the, now that's it's not right doing. that she doesn't. It's not right. Yeah, it's it's, not it's right WWE's doing. They um they seriously they've messed it up ever since Becky left, right? They took Oscar. They had the perfect thing where Oscar won won the women's um was well, handed uh, the women's uh, title. Well, she won the the women's whatever Royal it was Rumble. Turn, yes. Royal Rumble. Was it Royal Rumble? No, yeah, Money, in the, the Money, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. That's what it was. Yeah. Money in the Bank. <laughs> I was right. like, it wasn't Royal Rumble. She won that thinking she was winning a shot and then got handed the title in a legitimate shoot that she apparently did not know that Becky was coming out to tell her that she was the new champion. Um, and and then they just kind of didn't do anything with it. Right. And and then eventually she lost and then she's she's been nowhere. When was the last time Oscar was on uh, WWE TV? Well, I mean, she's injured, though, no? I do so not believe like she she's... was injured. 
She's not listed as injured on the roster. Uh, but there was, uh, but there was something where she was injured, or uh, I don't think it's that they just don't have anything for her. I don't think she'd be gone that long. If it was just we have nothing for you, get out of here. Because she was phenomenal just as a mic, just as a backstage thing. I think she's injured, or she was injured, and she's still healing, or something. I don't know. I don't think all this I think time. She misses least. her friend Kyrie. Yeah, uh, according to I mean, and and you you can you can argue the status of this according to Dave Meltzer. Back in do, 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 when was this? Um, gotta pull up the full thing to see the date line on it. According to Dave Meltzer, uh, in December, on the 9th mm. of December, Dave Meltzer reported on Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Asuka is fine. WWE doesn't have any creative plans for her right now. She's also said to have been backstage at Raw, but left the venue early because she was told they have nothing for her. Oh, wow. Okay. And the last thing that Asuka did on WWE was July 18th, when she was in the Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank, um, where Nikki A.S.H. won. Right. Right. That's the last time they used her. Really? It was a pay-per-view? Yes, that's literally her last appearance. Right? July 18th, 2021. Money in the bank. Why are we talking to ourselves? I just want to let you know, man. We're talking <laughs> to the fans. <laughs> To Jeez. our viewer, so. <laughs> kind of like like the idea of interaction. If we interact there, maybe fans will. They know that we can talk to them. Mm -hmm. well, We've had it happen last week. Tyler, no, 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 but I'm saying, but I'm saying that said raw and order. So that's yes. for the comments. Yeah, just throwing it up there, bud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's trying to create interaction. They see that, and then they respond in the comments with whatever they want, and then we talk to them. Again, happened last week. Okay, cool story. Yes. Let's move on. And JLB <laughs> is indeed a cheating whore. <laughs> well played. <laughs> and I'll point out, my hands were up here the whole time. But so back to Asuka, they just don't have anything for her and they just haven't used her in six fucking months. That's crazy. Then I honestly thought she was injured. I honestly got literally used now. Wait for this. Okay. You're going to, you're going to try and defend this person. But at the end of the day, I want, I want you to just put, wrap your head around the people they've used since the last time Oscar wrestled. Okay? Naomi in a feud. Sonya Deville, who doesn't currently wrestle in that feud with Naomi. Right. Um, we've got Liv Morgan. All right. Currently in a feud. Getting buried as fuck. 
Yeah. We done ruined yeah. it. We got Bianca Belair, who is a legitimately now top star. But at the beginning of last year, we were going, we hope you're a top star. We're going to give you a push. And she earned it. I mean, don't get me wrong. She earned it. And she stayed mm-hmm. on top for a reason. Right. But, you know, took half a year to figure it out, whether or not that was a good move. We've had Nikki A.S.H. has been a champion since the last time Oscar won the title. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rhea Ripley has slowly but surely been buried since <laughs> Charlotte yeah. since Oscar won the title. Charlotte's had two title reigns. Yep. And 17 plastic surgeries. Probably more. Oh, Not and they also shaming. let go a, <laughs> also let go a dozen women's wrestlers. Yes. Amber Moon, Jesse. Yeah. So 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 it also means and, and this is important to point out. Nick it also James means that in a garbage bag. They 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 don't have anything for Asuka, yet they've decided not to let her go. Why? What Mostly what benefit she's one of the best in the world? Yeah. But I can't write for you one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Please just look at Shayna Baszler. Sit sit these six women down in a room and have them write the matches. And I'm not going to put Charlotte in there because we know that she has legitimately said, well, I should just never lose. <laughs> she didn't play oh, yeah? well. She legitimately has. I said legitimately. I didn't say actually or or. Oh, okay. Or, okay, okay. Like, I thought we. I thought there was something on recording of no. her saying that. I was like, "Oh no, shit. she's she's <laughs> it's a figurative statement." But she she's made it clear she doesn't play well with others. Right. So you just think mm-hmm. Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Oscar, uh, Bianca's a little green to write the stories. She can be in the stories, but she's a little green to write the stories. So you think Becky, Bailey, Oscar, uh, Sasha. You take maybe a Rhea Ripley, maybe. You know, you just take some of these people and just let them write the story. Uh, uh, Shayna Baszler, take Shayna Baszler in there, write a match. Shayna, okay, yeah, I'll write it. Just let them write the matches. You don't even have to let them write the feuds. Just have the writers say this is going to be the feud and it's going to take four months, and then let them write the matches and and promos. There's that good a roster there, and they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. I mean the simple fact, let's let's just kind of go through. We talk about that um that WWE doesn't have a creative plan for Oscar right now, right? Let's talk about some of the stuff that they put on TV with women, right? Um award. And and th- this is the stuff that they chose to put on TV without a, a using Oscar, Charlotte Flair versus Naomi again, right? Um, we're gonna skip two hundred five live. We're gonna skip NXT because uh, they don't. Uh, they didn't put her on main event. We'll go to Raw. You have the women tag title match: Carmella and Queen Zelina versus Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. They had uh, Dana Brooke is the twenty four seven champion. Yep. And we're going to put Dana Brooke out there as 24-7 champion right instead, right? Um, Let's scroll back a little bit more, skipping. 
live show, skipping 205 Live, NXT 2.0. We go back to Monday Night Raw. Let's see. Uh, they had Dana Brooke again out there, um, defeating R Truth and Tamina, right? Um, <laughs> great, right? Let's see. We go back to uh, the previous Raw. Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop. That's at least decent. I, I'm not right. going to argue there. You know, Rhea Ripley defeated Queen Zelina. Right? But still no Asuka showing up at all. We go back to SmackDown prior to that. Charlotte Flair defeated Tony Storm, who is no longer with the company. Now, this is not entirely WWE's fault that she's not with the company. All right. But it is. But it's not entirely. So, well, well, yeah, whatever. Right? You uh, literally did a tournament without Asuka. Yep. Sasha yeah, Banks and Tony Storm crazy. versus Charlotte Flair and Shotzi. Uh, Tony Storm and Shotzi, you know, not with the company anymore. Shotzi's still with the company. I almost misspoke. Uh, Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. Right? We when the hell did that happen? Uh, that, that was, <laughs> that um, was when, um, what's Friday was, Night Smackdown, was, was December 17th. They, they oh, were no. forcing uh, Naomi to have matches. Uh, oh, because, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because Sonya uh, Deville the, was like, I'm the boss. I'm going to ruin your life. Yep. Uh, the prior draw to that, Bianca Belair defeating Dewdrop. I'm going to point out that that was the same match that I said happened a week later on Raw. Uh, right. Um, so, uh, okay. Um you had uh, Queen Zelina versus Rhea Ripley, right? Notice we're just getting the same things over and over again when they could have taken any one of these and said, hey, let's put Asuka there. SmackDown let's Women's Title Asuka. Contender Tournament. Tony Storm three. defeated Charlotte Flair. I'm hoping Sasha Banks defeated Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair in a dark match. So that wasn't televised, but... Yeah. I'm hoping they're teaching her English, though. I hope it's a thing where they want her to improve on their English, and that's why they're taking a little time with her to see. Granted, she's great with just speaking how she speaks, but maybe they want to make her fierce. Hey, that's great, but with the way that you talk and all that, you're always going to be a face. I want you as a heel. You're going to have to learn did, how to speak. Did you miss her home. entire NXT run? She's a face. Nobody is ready for Asuka. Right. That's just fine to be a heel. She was the dominant heel in NXT for a long time because no one could beat her. Right. But she right. suddenly got into a face, though, I feel, with that. It, it doesn't because matter. They, you, beat her. There's it, lots of heels that roll into face without changing their character. You know? And the That's thing true. is, you can be 100% heel and not speak at all. Really, right? I mean, what, the the best time they had with uh, uh, fucking Shinsuke was the No Speaker English. Uh, oh my god, that was so good, so fucked I up. I could just keep go going back because. Are you kidding me? It's probably his idea. He's probably like, "Hey, how about you guys interview me? And I answer all the questions, and then you throw a tough one at me, and I say, No Speaker English." <laughs> Yeah. How when gold you... is that? That's fantastic. Yeah. Let, let's even let's go, let's do a different thing. I'm gonna scroll all the way back 
uh, to shortly after the Royal Rumble. Because again, money in the bank, damn it. Excuse me, money in the bank. You're right. But uh, <laughs> because not long after, it, all the reports say that she wasn't injured at money in the bank. That they just didn't have plans for her after money in the bank. So let's go back. Let's find. Let's see. Where's money in the bank? Money in the bank qualifying. Um, money in the bank qualifying. What are you looking at on your phone? Put your phone down. Be in the room. I'm freaking checking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not looking at anything. I'm just going to put on Money a in the Bank 2021. So there's Money in the Bank 2021. So let's look at the Raw after Money in the Bank 2021. Let's do it. You know, but they didn't have it. Uh, Raw women's title. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeated Charlotte Flair by DQ. Then Nikki A.S.H. defeated Charlotte Flair in 13 seconds to win the title. Um... They also had a tag title contenders match with Natalia and Tamina defeating Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Um, no sign of Oscar there. We're going to go ahead to SmackDown, the following SmackDown, because at the time they could have put uh, her on SmackDown if they wanted to. So mm. SmackDown. Uh, skipping the dark matches. Um Women's title, Bianca Blair defeated Carmella. Tony Storm defeated Selena Vega. No sign of Asuka there. Of course, we know no sign of Asuka, but Asuka could have been in either of those matches. You know? That's it. That's it. That's where it's frustrating. I feel like but the so- only seasoning we have is expired salt and pepper. I mean, well, I mean, they're point. really white, so... That's all the seasoning you need when you're white, right? <laughs> it's very what is, disappointing. What does the color have to do with this? Who said it was bland as fuck? Uh, anyways, so so we can keep talking about that and everything, but let's let's move on to maybe some happier things, some less frustrating things, um, or maybe if you're um, not an AEW fan, uh, still frustrating things. But Battle of the Belts. Um, going in, I thought it was two hours. I missed, yeah. I didn't miss it, but I had to watch it while at work. So that was mm-hmm. very annoying. So it was a little frustrating, although they did announce prior to it that it was just a one hour thing. And they also announced it right at the beginning of it. Um, but it was easy to miss. So, however, they also announced on Twitter that, uh, the people in attendance were getting a full pay-per-view level show that was being recorded for dark. They said pay-per-view level, but let's let's uh We're dark, okay. <laughs> let's let's take a step back and say a dark pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean it still is gonna have some big matches, but they're recording it for AEW Dark. Uh but every title was being defended at it. That's an important So how line. did they do the TBS title? Because I didn't watch because I was at an auction and I was busy today. Because they did it on Rampage, no? Wasn't it Rampage they did it on? Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite was when they did first of the, the the yes. So um, so we go back to Dynamite. That's when 
uh, Jade Cargill Jade defeated Re- Ruby Soho to win the belt, right? Right. What? Uh, what? What? Yeah. yeah what? Yeah, Jade Cargill what? won, what? right? What? Uh, it's all. It's almost like one. What? There was a podcast out there that said that Jade Cargill was winning. What? Uh, now I want to clarify because I said that Da Fabe agreed on that. We didn't. We weren't saying that Jade Cargill was winning solely because she was black and and big swollen. No, I don't think we ever said that. We we said that she was winning. winning. I think she was always going to win. But if you were Tony Khan and then heard Big Swole say they never put black people in in championships, that that that's when he was like one hundred percent certain that well, that's definitely happening. Yeah, yeah. Because who knows, right? Maybe he might have switched it in his head where Mm -hmm. I maybe I'm gonna have Soho win it. And yeah. then maybe I'm I mean, gonna do a crazy thing with Soho and Jade yeah. for a long time, you know. Yeah. So. And there's a there's every chance Ruby Soho is really popular with the fans and deservedly yeah. so. That there there always was a chance that that could have been. But I think this was always from day one Jade Cargill's belt to win. <laughs> and I, so I so I while I was not surprised that she won after the Big Swole stuff, I want to point out that I do not think she won because of the Big Swole. Right. I, I think she was always scheduled to win, but that, that solidified it, right? No, and I, um, and, I, and I would say that, that for Swole, if you're going to make a statement like that, you have to make it before that happens. Mm-hmm. So that could have accelerated Swole's or yeah. made her think less about the words that were going to come out of her mouth. Same way that Tony thought less about the words that were coming out of his mouth. Uh, so, so the big thing on Battle of the Belts was the AEW Women's World title was the main event. Britt Baker defending against Riho. Um, right. And uh, keep in mind, the big storyline was that Britt Baker had never beaten Riho. Which made me think that Riho was going to win it. It really did. I, I was really excited to see Riho. I was kind of down for it. So so here's the thing. A, I wouldn't have been angry if Riho had won. Me neither. Right? Because yeah. uh, I think she's phenomenal. I also want to say her new ring gear, the blue ring gear, Looks so much better than her old sparkly pink ring gear. Um, uh, the blue looks awesome on her, so that's really cool. Um, but I, DA Fabe can attest to. I've got a long-standing uh, uh, theory with a specifically WWE's booking that um, if they make a character look really strong on the go-home show to a pay-per-view, it's because they're going to have them lose at the pay-per-view. Right, right, um, and that that was basically the case here. They make Riho look really, really strong going up to the pay per view, so that then Britt Baker winning, which she did, makes elevates Britt Baker because she finally overcame something. There were some interesting things though because they did really tease the Jamie Hader potential turn a lot in it, uh, specifically near the finish where Jamie Hader. Looked like she was going to try to hand the belt in for Britt Baker to cheat with it. Uh, but then instead of handing it all the way in, she just kind of dropped it into the ring. And then Rebel looked at her like, what are you doing? And grabbed it and was trying to hand it to Britt Baker and got caught by the ref and right. got you know kicked out because of that. Uh, but then there wasn't a turn. And so I was a little confused with the way they did that. Um 
They had the FTW title on defense, Ricky Starks defending against Matt Seidel, which uh-huh. was a, actually a really good match. Um, Ricky Starks is phenomenal. Matt Seidel is good. So I That's wasn't surprised. I don't know. I just hate Ricky Starks. I don't know, man. I, I mean, He is pretty good in the ring. I like it. I just don't like his character. I'm, for, I'm ready for Ricky Starks versus Hook. You're you're hey, you're supposed to hate his character. That's kind of the point. But that's I exactly get it. it. But I just don't um, like it to begin with. Not because it's a deal. So at the because... end, they they had uh, uh, Ricky Starks retained. They had them start to beat up on Matt Seidel. Then you had some people run in, including um, Dante Martin. Dante Martin, right? Uh, to to face off uh, with Powerhouse Hobbs. I was a little frustrated because I thought if there was ever a time for you to bring Brian Cage back and have him restart this feud over the FTW, that would have been the time to do it. I was a little yeah. frustrated that they didn't. Have I don't Brian know Page. what they're doing at all. With I don't Brian know what they're Page. doing with Brian Page. I'm a little frustrated there, but but the first yeah, match, no. the opening match of this, was. Excuse me. It was supposed to be Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara in a rematch for the TNT title. But Cody Dunn got COVID. Woohoo! Uh, well, they said he was not medically cleared. Uh, they said he wasn't medically cleared, and they said he was exposed and he, in COVID protocol. But they didn't specifically say he had COVID. So it could be, which, which also makes sense because... Um, I'd read somewhere that some other, um, wrestlers, um, had been exposed and pulled from AEW recently. So it could be just that there was like someone in, in the AEW backstage area who tested positive and they, they quarantined the people who were in close contact with them for a short period of time, because they very specifically did not say Cody Rhodes. I, I thought Dust, uh, I thought Cody had mentioned it on Twitter, no? Uh, maybe I guess I didn't see. Anyway, so they changed it in a very weird way, and it's it's at least worth giving it a questionable crime. Um, mm. but they they changed it to Dustin Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara for the interim AEW TNT title. Right. Um, which which means the winner now would be interim TNT title holder, and then when Cody comes back, who's the actual title holder? I'm, I guess the only thing I can think of is they're going to have a unification match to unify them again. Whatever. Anyways, Sammy Guevara won, so he is now the interim TNT title holder. Um, again, I guess. But so, so to go through, and I'm not, I'm not going to uh, spoil the the results, but the AW dark taping that happened at that featured an AEW world title eliminator six-man tag team match, right? Oh, okay. Uh, that had uh, Adam Page and Alan Angels and 10 from the Dark Order versus Isaiah Cassie, Mark Quinn, and Matt Hardy. In an eliminator match, the, the uh, winner would be, um, I guess, number one contender of the AEW world title. Okay. I don't know. Um, but it's you a had, tag match? Yeah, but it's a tag match eliminator match. So when you got pinned, you were eliminated, but the match continued until there was one person left. Right? Uh, okay. 
Okay. Um, Thunder Rosa versus someone. It just has uh, on cage match. It just has question marks. Uh, <laughs> Fuego del Sol versus Daniel Garcia. Of course, the big feud coming out of the uh, Battle of the Belts was Sammy Guevara uh, had uh, Daniel Garcia come out and attack him afterwards. Right. So that's going to be a thing. Uh, a match that I'm ex- super excited to see because I really think um, uh, it it's it, they've been misusing this particular person. Joey Janela versus Eddie Kingston. Holy um, Joey Janela. I Damn. love Joey Janela. I wish they would About use time. him more. Uh, yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs versus I'm assuming a jobber. It just has question marks here. Right. So uh, they had a AEW World Tag Title Eliminator match that had the factory, Nick Camarado and QT Marshall versus Jurassic Express. Um, okay. uh, who's winning there? Yeah. You had Sky Blue uh, versus Jade Cargill for the TBS title. Um, Dante Martin versus Aaron Solo. J.D. Drake versus Orange Cassidy. Red Velvet versus Question Mark. (laughs) Baron Black versus Anthony Agogo. Um, A bunch of people I don't know versus The Gun Club, a.k.a. The Ass Men and The Ass Boys. They just is really this the first time see, Is this the first time we see a go-go back since the whole Cody feud? Um, no, he came back uh, on Dark a couple weeks ago, but it, he hasn't okay, been back. He's much, fairly back, recently back. But it's been recently, right? Because he's good, uh, man. They just got to yeah. give him something. Uh, Liam Frost versus Sean Dean. I think we kind of know how that's going to go. And TJ versus the Renegade Twins. Charlotte and Robin Renegade, never heard of them. I guess we have an idea there. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, so all titles were, were defended at that. Um, okay. So, I mean, that sounds like a better match than what Battle of the Belts was. I mean, don't get me wrong. The matches at Battle of the Belts were fine. Uh, just a lot of it was pointless to have the FTW title there. Yes, it was a decent match, but there's no feud there with the FTW title. It's a bit weird. It's a bit stupid. Uh, yeah. Cody that... situation, I get it. Yeah. Totally not their fault putting Dustin in there. I'm fine with having it as an interim, I guess. You want to still make it a title-esque. Uh, would have liked Dustin to win. Dustin, Cody, gimme, 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 gimme. That would have been a good time. Yeah, I I kind of I kind of expected Sammy to win, if only because I kind of expected Sammy to be winning back the belt mm, at the pay per view or at the Battle of the Belts thing, anyways. Um, but I, here's the deal: is I think I think the original plan was for it to be a two hour event, and then I think that. Um, uh, TNT came, and because of all of the sports and stuff like that that was going on, uh, limited them to just one hour. Yeah, but they would have uh, known, no? Th- well, but they've, they'd already announced it, right? And then find out that it's only going to be a one-hour thing? Well, then you just... Oh, sorry. You just fucking roll with it. It's going to be one hour, mm. that's fine. But that means the AW Dark, which... Um, 
depending on if they split this up to dark and dark elevation or if it's all dark, will be either Monday or Tuesday this week. Will still be. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen matches. That could be both yeah, dark and elevation. Like, that sounds like a split. Yeah, that's would be a um, long ass dark. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, they've done it before. So. With the goal to push more people to that. Yep. Uh, but like I said, I, I am super excited for the Eddie Kingston versus Joey Janela match. That one there. Uh, yeah. I I, I wish they would use that. Joey Janela more. I me- I mentioned on a previous one that uh, Joey Janela is one of those people that I'm worried uh, because his if he signed a three year contract when he first signed, his contract's probably up here within the next couple months, and. I'm worried that they just are going to feel that they haven't used him. And I, that, I'll say that's on Tony though. Now I, I agree. It's on, it's 100% on Tony, but in the end, if Tony says, listen, we haven't been using him. I don't, I don't have a plan for him. Let's let him go. Um, I worry about, you know, and I'm not, I'm not worried. Joey Janela will go off and he'll go back to GCW or, Fucking MLW, CZW, all of the above, and just fucking be fine, right? But he won't be on my TV, and I want him on my TV more. Especially recently, I don't know if you've seen him recently, but he's he's uh, definitely leaned up and and cut a lot more than he was. There was a point about a year and a half ago that he was getting to be a little bit jelly, Janela. Um, (laughs) um, and and I have to apologize because. Uh, I I didn't come up with that. That's a cornet. Uh, uh, oh um, damn it! Uh, but you both just said you like cornet. Uh, no, I, I I didn't say I liked it. I thought that was funny, especially with the way he was looking. But he's definitely. But he, the whole thing. He kind of. This was a year and a half, maybe two years ago when it happened. But uh, he was starting to get a little chubby, and then he even tweeted about it. He said, I just found out that I can work indie events as long as I just pre-clear them with Tony Khan. I didn't think I could do that, and so he hadn't been doing other events. So he started to go back and start doing other indie events just to keep himself in shape because mm. he's he's one of those wrestlers that was never like a, a, a gym rat, you know? Mm. Um, he he kept himself in wrestling shape by fucking wrestling a lot, right. and so he's he's been back at it and he's looking a lot better now. And and so I I hope they start using him and I hope they keep him around. Um, I think if Moxley comes back before his contract ends, Moxley will say, "Hey, listen, let me work with the guy. Let mm-hmm. me uh, let, let, let me have a crazy feud with him because that." Uh, when they did the Cracker Barrel match or whatever mm-hmm. it was, that was fire. Uh, I, I I think they would miss out on uh, Joey Janela though. So, but like Joey Janela, since since then, uh, he wrestled on uh, January first in GCW Die for This pay per view against Scotty Too Hotty. Oh Jesus! Um, he wrestled at JCW uh, that same day. Against Cesar Bononi. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, he wrestled a few weeks earlier against Too Cold Scorpio. He wrestled at Warrior Wrestling. Oh, Lord. Isn't he like 75 now? 
Um, yeah, he's got to be up there. Um, but he wrestled against Dante Martin at Warrior Wrestling. He wrestled against uh, Brian Cage at uh, VXS, The World Is Your Pay-Per-View, back in December. You know, I mean, here, in December, Joey Janela wrestled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is, oh, no, in December or January for eight matches. Um, So he fucking has been going. You guys are only, He's 56. And only two of them were AEW matches. <laughs> only two of the the eight matches in that time period were AEW matches. So he's been right. really going at other things. Um, That's such a yeah. smart move on Tony Khan's behalf because it, yeah. it, 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 it allows to push wrestling back to I don't want wrestling to be like the 80s, but the, the format in the 80s, when WWE took over, was, hey, there's still a lot of indie stuff. The indie mm-hmm. stuff started falling off because WWE said, no, you can't show up on indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and WCW also said that. So um, here's here's a really cool thing with this that I just noticed. Um, his match at WrestlePro Full Steam Ahead on uh, November 27th was against... Sonny Kiss, who he was feuding with in AEW Dark. So they not only let him wrestle in a different promotion, they let him take a storyline to a different promotion. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Yep. Well, to be frank, I don't think they were doing anything with it anyways. So You're not yeah. frank. I mean, JLB. You know, <laughs> uh, six days later, they had the no DQ match to finish the feud. Joey Janela versus Sonny Kiss on AEW Dark. So May of 2022 is when his contract ends. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah. Within the next right around the corner. Just around the riverbed. Uh, back, back in October, I do want to point out that uh Joey Janela was the one who got to face off against Crowbar on Dark Elevation. And I I remember Crowbar back in the WCW days, so yeah, I was all for that. How was he, Crowbar? I don't think I watched that match. Uh, it was a decent little match. It was short, six minutes long, so it wasn't. I mean, Crowbar's up there. I'm not saying he's he's too old Scorpion. You know, up fifty eight guys, um, not seventy something. Fifty six. Fifty six. It's older than Triple H. That that's oh. that's only four years younger than PCO. <laughs> Jesus, BCO so, uh, was pretty beef at the uh, Hard to Kill too, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, Crowbar, aka Devin Storm, is forty-seven years old. Uh, oh, but I also there. want to point out, prior to him coming back to that uh, uh, AEW uh, match, there, he really hadn't wrestled much in twenty twenty-one at all. You know? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. He, he hasn't, in fact, he, he went on saying that, um, that he, he really, that was kind of one of those things that made him go, I'm, I, I'm going to keep wrestling. Cause like he was really thinking about maybe it's time to hang up my boots. And then AEW gave him a call. Cause that was their whole, um, week where they, they, uh, what was the word? They, they paid tribute to ECW. Um, by having some former ECW wrestlers, which Crowbar was an ECW. Anyways. So, um, 
All in all, we are now two pay-per-views into the year. And three pay-per-view-esque events. Can we say that day one is no longer holding the title as best pay-per-view of the year? I, I I think we can. I think we can say Impact has it thus far. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, I would I would say that Impact one was the best. Um, I it, mean, you know, the, it all the, depends the on are, had had the the championship stuff from AEW been a pay per view that would have been stronger, but it was yeah. it wasn't. Well, and it, it's also cool. worth worth questioning: Do we count NXT's New Year's Evil? Which still wouldn't be the impact. Because it wasn't a pay-per-view. It was a pay-per-view level event in their eyes, but it was a regular Tuesday night event. So I would count it. And so. But I would count I it. I still don't think it beat day one, but it's at least worth arguing about. Anyways. So then that one could get the worst pay-per-view of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and NXT is the worst pay-per-view of the year so far. That's good job. Two point Are we living in bizarre world? It's, it's very strange. Oh, Don't worry. I'm world. probably gonna feel that way about the Royal Rumble from the way the Royal Rumble's already shaping up. Uh, I don't know, mm. man. You're still gonna be excited about the actual Royal Rumbles and the fact that we get two sure. now every year. Come on. <laughs> the greatest Royal Rumbles and regular Royal Rumbles, is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about women's and men's Royal Rumble. Oh, you know, we get two every year now. Still, still like, the same pay-per-view. Still the same pay-per-view. Yeah, but you're getting two of them. You're getting double two. the excitement. Oh, oh twice <laughs> as much of going. Twice as oh, much as, oh my really God. This dude hasn't wrestled in 17 years. Yeah. Here's, here's the only thing about having two Royal Rumbles uh, on on a pay-per-view. By, the, by halfway through the second one, I get tired of going 10, 9, I just get tired of the counting, even just in my head. I just get like, just fucking do it. Just don't count. <laughs> well, but they put it up on the screen. They make a big it deal would be out fun of it. If it just, like, just came to the music. Just boom. Like, I don't know yeah. where you have Stopping the counting and just, yeah. The I music plays. Way too nitpicky. Because here's the, here's the deal is, uh, if you just have the music play, then you don't have to have it be like real time. You can be totally arbitrary, right? Just do it when it makes most sense for it to come in. Um, for the men's Royal Rumble, I will point out that while they've announced 19 people for the women's Royal Rumble, they have only announced mm-hmm. seven people for the men's Royal Rumble. And one of them is Johnny Knoxville. One of them is Johnny Knoxville. Although, in fairness, I, I really I have a theory. I have a theory on Johnny Knoxville in uh, the Men's Royal Rumble, and it is this. I think we're going to see an announcement of the great Kali for, or maybe he'll just show up. Maybe they won't announce it, but he'll be one of the surprises. But I think we're going to have the great Kali show up, and that's going to be the moment for Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble. Because Why he jumps out on his own? Because famously... Johnny Knoxville did appear in WWE prior and got uh, whatever Kali's face choke slam thing, the claw thing. He got slammed. Maybe he was even through a table. I can't even remember. Wasn't but, that Steve-O? 
Nope, that was Johnny Knoxville, I believe. Uh, okay. That was, anyway, that was, his, like that was the, one prior appearance. The only thing that has me jacked about Royal Rumble and has nothing to do with the matches, I am pretty pumped up for Brock versus uh, Brock versus Bobby. I'm, yes. I'm, 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 I'm throwing a cage for life. I don't care. Like, do Even Roman do. Seth, man. Roman Seth could be a good yeah. time, too. See, and I hated that. I hated that. Really? On okay. Friday. Yes, I was just like, oh, okay. Well, you know. They're <laughs> here, I suppose. <laughs> okay. I mean, it won't be as good as Bobby, it won't be as good as Bobby Brock. I won't be as good as Bobby Brock. I'll give you that for sure. Because that just sounds like a WrestleMania match. Oh um, but uh, yeah, really excited for that match. And uh, if it's anything that we did see on day one between the two, gimme, 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 gimme. I would know? way rather see Roman versus Drew at this juncture. But they haven't built anything for Drew other than that Madcap Moss injured him. So. Yeah. Poor Drew. Do you... Waiting for this to give me the exact date, but Johnny Knoxville was Johnny Knoxville really knocked out by the Kali bomb? Uh, is the headline of the Bleacher Report article dated October 15th, 2008? Okay, my bad. Um, and the reason yeah. I point this out is because they played a clip of it, um, on I don't think it was on Raw or SmackDown, might have been on their YouTube channel. Um, and, and I think that that's what they're building up to is that Johnny Knoxville is going to be in there. He's going to mostly be the chicken shit kind of running around, not doing anything. And great Collie mm-hmm. is going to show up and Johnny Knoxville is going to somehow or another luck into being the one who eliminates great Collie. Uh, wow. That's wow. my theory yeah. prediction. Fair enough. I feel like he's gonna eliminate you know Madcap Boss. Maybe he might he might get other eliminations, but I think the moment that they're building up to is now. I want to I want to ask you an honest question: Is there any part of you? No, I, I know none of us believe Drew Carey's gonna win the Royal Rumble. I know none of us believe that Johnny Knoxville's gonna win the Royal Rumble. Is there any part of you that truly believes? that Drew Carey or Johnny Knoxville wants to step in the ring with Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Whoever is, whoever's the champion at the time. Yeah. I mean, does anybody truly believe that there's any desire to have those guys? um, (laughs) Oh, you beat me to it on that one. I think, bud. Well, one of us did. Who knows? Nope, and nope, you did it because I got the error on my end. I got the error too. Maybe somebody already had it blocked. Anyway, there we go. Okay, anyway, so, um, is there, I mean, quite frankly, I, I, it would be an honor to have a WrestleMania match with one of those guys. Still pretty sure that. I would not legitimately want to get in the ring with Drew McIntyre and take a uh, boot to the face. Well, you see, you say that, but then when you, you say that, but hey, that's yours. He's stealing your line. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Gimmick infringement is a crime. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, yeah, but. 
No, but uh, yeah, what's his face? Yeah, but no, Spanish but, yeah, but, no, but, yeah, but, no, but. Spanish singer, Spanish singer, popular. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, okay. Um, Bad Bunny would maybe be one of the celebrities that I can picture. Do maybe. you really want? Would you really want to be booked in the type of match you're going to have with Roman freaking Reigns? I mean, he's the only celebrity athlete that I can see potentially doing it from the ones that we've had so far. Uh, that might be a good time, considering he's trained and he put up a decent match with the tag. He did a Canadian Destroyer, which he doesn't have. Yeah. I mean, on the bright side, on a Canadian Destroyer, the person delivering the move does way less than the person receiving the move. Right. For sure. Way but, less. But, I mean, oh. just just with the training that he had at the same time, uh, imagine they said, hey, we're going to have you for Mania. First of all, that's going to be all kinds of publicity, uh, more so than they would have had with him main eventing Mania with Roman. And maybe it'd be a good match. I, I could see Bunny putting up a good... Do I want to see it yeah. necessarily? No. Yeah. Well, but and- I think it would be... Decent for a celebrity versus a, a superstar. I would watch Brock Lesnar versus the entire Jackass group. Yeah, I yeah, I, I will say that. <laughs> I I will say this. Um, Bad Bunny brings publicity that I think WWE would want. So if he was announced for the Royal Rumble, I could see them maybe gimmick him him winning, or right, or something like that. Uh, Johnny Knoxville does not really bring that much publicity to WWE. No. Johnny Knoxville 20 years ago would have. Before he dyed all of his hair the same color as the color that's coming in. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny Knoxville back in 2008 after the Kali bomb. Maybe. Maybe. Johnny Knoxville now, no. Does not bring anything to the table, really. Now nor I want to. Nor does Wee Man. Nor does yeah. any of them. Yep. Now I do want to point out that they did uh, announce a match coming up for. I think it's this week. I don't think it's for Royal Rumble. Um, but at the end of SmackDown, uh, Roman Reigns got challenged by Seth freaking Rollins. And so they're going to have a match. And I don't think it's for Royal Rumble. I think it's for this coming week on SmackDown. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Uh, The match itself, it'll be fine. It'll be a good match. I'm not saying. Uh, But what I do want to focus on is the way that they announced it. I'm going to give WWE credit for this. Um, More specifically, I'm going to give Seth Rollins credit for this, I think. Because I mm. feel like it was probably him, maybe Roman, but probably Seth Rollins. Because the whole way they announced it was Roman Reigns is sitting back in the back in his luxurious chair uh, watching the uh, Usos versus New Day street fight match. Right. Uh, and it finishes. And then there's a knock at his door. And this is where the crudos come in. This is where the credit comes in. Did you notice the the um, the tempo like, of the knock? No, I did not. The knock the on the door was to the beat of the shield entrance. Oh, shit. Okay, no, I didn't notice that. And because of that, I'm giving them credit because that's a little Easter egg. That's the sort of shit that I live for. 
That one? Yes. And Ooh. so when when the 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 knock you can find it on YouTube and watch it. When the knock happens and then Roman gets up and says come in or whatever he does and then Seth Rollins comes in with his little grin on his face and all that stuff and then later they announce that it was going to be a match. That's the sort of sort of synergy that I live for in in professional wrestling. There's little little things there. So I noticed he knocked excessively mm-hmm. and I'm like who the fuck who who knocks like that? But I didn't notice it was the beat to the shield that I totally nice. That's cool. So it was. Yeah, but then he knocked like really heavy at one point. I feel he was like dun 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 dun. But uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> what if instead he had just burned the door down? Yeah. No. Jesus. No. Okay. Could be over the top. I didn't like it, but I didn't notice the knock either. So yeah, Thinking, I didn't like I, it. Like so. I don't like Seth Rollins' character right now. I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rollins' character right now. I'm also not a huge fan of just random brand switching. Yeah, and like, and brand switching for a title shot. Yeah, and the big reason I'm not a fan of random brand switching is I feel like the brand that you're drafted to or whatever needs to fucking matter, right? Like, if you're drafted to Raw, it means you're giving up your shot at the SmackDown titles and vice versa. And so it needs to matter for that reason. And that's why I'm a little frustrated with it because I don't like... But the match itself is going to be fun, right? Uh, Just because Seth Rollins, uh, whether you like his character or not, he always puts on good matches. Um, Roman Reigns' current, current character and current run... He puts on some of the best, better matches Roman, that he's done. Roman calling out Brock and punching him in the face this week. <laughs> Who'd have thought that I'd been like, yeah, fucking do it. And, and and I didn't think that I'd spend a year cheering for Roman. And everything Roman's done, including the repetitive shit, has been good. Yeah. The only tough thing is you're really not supposed to be cheering for him. I understand, but but I'm also enough of a well. Now you fan. are, though. I think he's turning face, right, with that whole Paul Heyman thing. Uh, I feel like they're making. I don't think it's face. I think it's, I think it's. This is this is my bitch, not your bitch. Mm-hmm. No, I, but he was like, no, don't do that to him. Like he was being very like. Facey. I, I I think they're still. I think in in the Brock versus Roman thing, they they think Brock is the face and Roman's the heel. Uh, I I don't think that's necessarily true because I don't think. Uh, I think it's will, weird. I don't. Well, yeah, but that that might be the truth. But I here's the, I don't think I don't think any of us think Brock Lesnar is the face, right? Especially, I think especially he's a more going, enjoyable character now. Yeah. Yeah, in in fact, going into uh, let's look at the the match for Royal Rumble: Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Who is the face in that match? It's Bobby Lashley. You're, you're even though Bobby Lashley. even though he's been a heel for the last year, in this match here, he is one hundred percent the face. Uh, but he's the guy who earned his title shot. Yeah, but all of the backstage reports I have heard has that in in booking meetings, Brock Lesnar is penciled as the face. 
He is considered a face in the booking meetings. I think he's just a silly bitch, and I love it. Like, um, I don't, I don't, and I'm not calling him a bitch. I'm, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the deal: is the show's in the way they've booked him, right? He comes out with Sami Zayn, right? Sami Zayn is obviously a heel character, 100. percent Comes out with Sami Zayn. He talks really nice to him, and then he f fives the crap out of Sami Zayn, right? That's that's the face getting comeuppance on the heel, right? In the eyes of WWE, Brock Lesnar is the face. Um, I think I think they just got kind of backed into a corner with uh, Roman not being able to make it to day one. So then they're like, oh, let's put Brock in the the Raw title match. Those ends we're putting him in there. Let's have him win. Now we've got to put him against Bobby Lashley. Uh, but we we still have him in this feud with Roman Reigns. Um, how do we keep that going? Um, shit. It's making for some stupid. of the more interesting booking they've done in a while. Mostly because they don't have anything they can repeat right now. They're forced to not be able to repeat anything, which is really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for, you know, Becky Lynch is going to go against either Bianca Belair, who she went against a bunch, or Liv Morgan, who she went against a bunch. Yeah. No, I I was referring to the two world titles. And they've got their biggest draws holding the title right now. It's open the year. That's not not a bad move, but doesn't doesn't mean that that, uh, long-term it's going to work right. I don't know if I'm a giant fan of the new ring light. I feel like my eyes look like I'm raiding the entire time. Well, um, so so here's what I'm gonna say with you. Um, with glasses, um, the the thing with ring out. lights is to. I still got that glow. Of the, of the well, that that's light. what that's the point the ring lights have. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's why people. That's why you you go with ring lights for photography. Is it gives us even light. Uh, but I don't actually like the even light for situations like this. I prefer a light off to the side and another light to the back. And the light off to the side, I prefer to be up high. So you get this. It's on this side, actually. But this kind of dark triangle here. Because um, it gives your face a little bit more. When you've got a ring light in the front, to me, your face looks kind of flat. Like, like I have what a face? ring light over there. It's kind of a fill light. I used Ooh, to have the, the, the ring light here. It's the third member of Madcap Boss and mm-hmm. Happy Corbin, Flatface Freddy. No, it's the third member of 2.0. Because you've got square <laughs> head and you've got pointy head. Pinhead. And you got Flatface. And then Flatface. Well, I think I think we've uh, we've I think, actually I think we've 18 minutes longer than what our goal has been yeah. to get these. Well, and to. and what I will point out to people is this was this was kind of an unintended experiment with format. Um, I've been talking about it uh, in private to the other hosts about maybe changing the format so we're a little bit less structured in terms of let's talk about a crime, let's talk about another crime, and more. Let's just Roll talk. Through. How do they? How do they intertwine? Yeah, let's just talk for a while about things that we like and things that we don't like. So things that I don't like, I'm I'm not like sold on Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble. Right, I'm not sold on celebrity appearances in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. They've yeah. never been great. No, and never. so um, 
And and I'm not sold on the fact that they had to announce 19 women. Here's the deal. To me, that shows how little faith they have in the women's division. That instead of in the men's division, they're letting the entries kind of develop naturally, right? They're probably going to have some qualifying matches, you know, where. But in the women's division, they're just like, ah, fucking put everyone in it and announce it. Just do it, right? Um. But whatever, you know, I mean, we've still got, when when is it scheduled to take place? Uh, January 29th, so we've still got, what, three weeks left? They've got a lot that they can do, and a lot can change in three weeks, so. Um, AWIs can get fired. Yeah, well, and some people could get hired for it, you know, I mean. That's true. WWE has, you know, has not been above cutting people for budget cuts and then cutting big checks for other people in the same day before. The, so. the other uh, big uh, big news, Liv Morgan made an accusation that some of the budget cuts are because of Becky's contract. This yeah, is not well, a fake accusation. This was a... In, in fairness, theory. you know, we there, there might be something to it. I mean, I don't... I don't want to throw out accusations because I don't know backstage, but I do know that the rumored uh, cost of Kevin Owens' new contract is in the $2 million to $3 million a year range, right? And they don't have um, a lot of love for Kevin in their booking. Yeah. Um, but so to keep Kevin Owens around, they gave him this huge contract. And then at the same point, they're letting other people go for budget cuts. You know, you, you you can't be giving out huge contracts and be cutting budgets at the same time if the huge contract isn't playing into the budget cuts. So um, what I was going to say is I'm a little torn. You know, we talked earlier about these, the cuts, the 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 people who were let go from NXT this. And like I, I kind of pointed out, I, I know DFA uh, sent a message to the group chat where he was like, I'm I'm almost about ready to cancel my. Uh, Peacock subscription and and just fucking be done with WWE, and and I I get that. And that's why I say I'm a little torn because here's the deal, I fully understand that urge to just cut ties with the WWE. I've been one of the people talking about doing it, but I also know that if we all start cutting ties with the WWE and stop watching, that all it's going to lead to is more cuts. Um, and and that the sad thing is. If we want to, if we want there to be less cuts in the future, uh, the best thing to do is actually watch the product, so that they keep the people around. It is really hard to do with the crappy product that they put out sometimes, and it's really hard to do when they cut people like William Fucking Regal and Samoa Joe. Um, again, <laughs> again. Yeah, imagine being one of the three people who were cut twice in the same year. Yeah. Ugh. Fucking Drake Maverick. <laughs> God if, if Drake Maverick does not show up in Impact Wrestling as Rockstar Spud once his 90 days up or 60 day or 30 day, I don't know how long it's fucking cut. He probably should be on a 30 day because his most recent contract was an NXT contract. But I don't know. But he, uh, if you have not experienced Rockstar Spud... Uh, he, he's fucking awesome. 
Um, he's never going to be world champion Rockstar Spud. But specifically, if I, I want to say, go back and watch some of his indie Rockstar Spud prior to Impact Wrestling. But that's, that's what I want to see more of. Anyways. But uh, the cuts I'm not happy with, but they, yeah. Coming out, coming out to living on a prayer and getting up on the apron and just standing there in the rock pose, demanding silence while ring, living on the prayer finishes. It's some brilliant heel work. It really is. Um, but, but so I'm excited for some of the things in the future in AEW. Uh, I know JLB is not sold on Jade Cargill as champion, uh, but I am because I think it'll lead to some really good feuds. Um, and I, I, the, I wanna, it needs to lead to some good wrestling in the ring because that hasn't sold. Can me. I say I want to see the the red red velvet feud continue? I I, I told. I mean, she's zero and three against Jade Cargill, and I still want to see more red velvet versus Jade Cargill. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I want to see I want to see Ruby Soho versus Jade Cargill too. That you know, I one hundred percent want to see a rematch for that. I think Ruby Soho needs to work her way back up the the ladder to it. Um, I don't want to see it right away, but I want to see her work her way back. In fact, that's the storyline to maybe even tell is Ruby Soho working her way back up for a shot, uh, so that and then winning it, you know, redeeming it. Because Ruby um, Soho's had a, a fun of a ton I, of fans. I want I want the scrappy underdog overcoming. I really, really want Red Velvet to be the one who takes it off of Jade Cargill. And I want it about July. And I think Ruby <laughs> is facing Britt. Uh and that's why Britt won, so Ruby could win. It's already happened. Yeah, but revolution. Wait, I just said the same thing about Red Velvet. It's already happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the deal. It's either way. I can see it coming. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend you guys watch something. We're we're gonna wrap this up here because we're almost to two hours. But um, if you haven't watched last last week's Ethan Page uh, vlog, um, it's really really worth watching for Ruby Soho in and of itself. Ruby Soho oh. and Ethan Page had a thing going on through December where they feuded over. Um, convenience stores. Um, Ethan Page is a big fan of the Texas-based convenience store group Bucky's. Um, I've never been to Texas, but I know some people from Texas. Uh, Bucky's are a lifestyle down in Texas, and they're a convenient, they're a gas station convenience store, but they are so much more. They've got like a full deli in there. They uh, make their own jerkies. They make a lot of their own snacks. They've got clothing and merchandise oh, and all Jesus. that i mean they're fucking huge right but so it, on the vlog going back months uh ethan page found out that ruby soho preferred cheats which is a uh chain of convenience stores in uh the northeast like the philadelphia area i believe um and they do like Philly cheesesteaks and stuff like that in there. She's a big fan of it. Anyways. Um, And and so there was kind of a little fun feud that happened between Ruby Soho and Ethan Page where uh, uh, (laughs) Bless you. uh, Ruby Soho uh, and him both uh, went to their respected places. Well, and more specifically, they, they they battled back and forth over which was 
the better of the thing. And they uh, very specifically had uh, two T-shirts made, right, uh, on pro wrestling tees with limited runs um, where you would buy one or the other and whichever shirt sold more uh, was the winner. And so um, uh, Ruby Soho made a shirt for Ethan Page that says Ethan Sheets, I believe. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here. Um, I'm going to pull up this page. And then... Uh, so there's the Ethan Page Sheets shirt, right? And then this is the Ruby Soho Bucky's knockoff shirt. So they sold those shirts back and forth uh, to to try to prove which one was the better one. And the winner would take the loser to that convenience store. Um, and they would have to wear that convenience store merchandise and go around and, and sample the wares. And the winner was Bucky's. So this Ruby Soho Bucky shirt, which I'm pissed that I didn't buy because that's fucking epic. Uh, because that's a uh, that's a ripoff of the Bucky's Beaver, except the Bucky's Beaver normally has a hat on, and instead they gave her Ruby Soho's head hair. Um, uh, but so in the end, this week's vlog featured the the results of that mat uh, that uh, battle back and Dude. forth, where Ruby Soho uh, got taken to a Bucky's. And she had to wear an entire Bucky's uh, uh, fleece onesie um, that that gave her the whole Bucky's thing as they went through. And she tried all the stuff at Bucky's, and uh, then gave her opinion in the end. Um, but it is worth it because she is absolutely miserable the entire time. Oh. Um, because she's walking around Bucky's doing this and it's it's hilarious. So go watch it. Um that's one of the things I like uh, the Ethan Page vlog. I mentioned this last time is that it there's very little kayfabe on the Ethan Page. It's very much backstage like kind of realness. About the only thing is they refer to each other by their stage names rather than their real names most of the time. Um Side note, they're both wrong. Casey's is famous for pizza. Mm. Um, I, I wanted to bring them in. However, I, I will point out that if you're just talking about size, Bucky still wins. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As, as much as we love Casey's here in the Midwest. Did you know, I believe you have a Bucky's there in Omaha. We don't have a real Bucky's. We have we have a brand called Bucky's, but it's spelled B-U-C-K-Y. Um, and and here's here's an even funnier fact about Bucky's, uh, the Bucky's here in Omaha. Uh, it no longer exists because it was bought by Casey's. So the one on Thirteenth, over by the zoo, across from the inter- across the interstate from the zoo, is now Casey's. Um, should be. Let me do some looking to be certain, because I know some of them for. Because of regulations and whatever, uh, they haven't changed over yet. Uh, well, because some regulations they were required to 
um, to to not you know for regulation when a general or when a convenience store buys out other convenience stores sometimes there's regulations that stop them from actually taking possession of that one and they have to sell them back to someone else or to sell them off anyways uh but the buckies here in uh nebraska were not related to the buckies from texas uh because the closest buckies to me is i'm waiting for it um where's that one uh north Anyways, I'll just pick the closest one. Let's see how far it is to drive to it. What's the uh, what's the happening gas station in uh, Montreal, there, guy? Uh, I mean, nothing too fancy, but uh, Couchard, which is technically in the rest of Canada, is um, it's not technically called Too Late, but it's um. Yeah, it's Couchard, I guess. Or we don't have a very fancy gas station. Couchard is the one that would have like hot dogs. They would have their own brand hot dogs, and they make it fresh oh, okay. there. Um, Nothing crazy. I would have to drive almost ten hours to get to the closest actual Bucky's. Dallas, huh? Mm-hmm. They near Dallas. Wow. Yeah. What was the one with the Philly cheesesteak though? What is that called? Sheets. Uh, Sheets. Sheets. Okay. Also, side note, Publix grocery store has fantastic Philly cheesesteaks in their deli. Fantastic. Well, I haven't had a Philly cheesesteak in a hot minute. I'm really hungry for one now. You should get a Montreal cheesesteak. Oh, no, they're good, though. Don't you know? Don't you know? Hey, don't you know? Let's see. Well, That's Sunday, everything is closed in Quebec. Well, Sunday, everything is closed in Quebec because of fucking uh, our premier is retarded. But uh, tomorrow, wow. it definitely will be. Totally an inappropriate term. Oh, Special our premier news. is uh, not the brightest color in the coloring book. It's very annoying. Doesn't it's like using a, a white crayon, huh? A politician. <laughs> He's a so, he's yeah. a separatist Korea. <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, all the Buckies in the Omaha area are now Casey's, and they weren't actually related to the Buckies before. Oh, so. that's crazy! I did not know that. But, but I, seriously, I Casey's hear... breakfast pizza for the, for both of them. If they ever listen to this, come to Nebraska, Iowa, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yep. Their breakfast pizza is lights out. Yes. Um, I did hear at one point uh, that the largest uh, user of mozzarella cheese in the Midwest is Casey's General Stores. Well, it's the only place you can get pizza in some small towns. That makes sense. Well, but I mean, it beats out the big chains like Pizza, Domino's, Papa John's, um, even the one... Uh, even the ones that have multiple locations, like here in Omaha, there's like a dozen Domino's Pizza places. Um, but Casey's just fucking has them all. It's because they're all over the fucking place. So. 
But on that note, um, I would like to say let's go ahead and close the book on this uh, so we can all get to bed because I think we all got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Just a reminder that the Raw and Order podcast is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network. In the doobly-doos. There it is. Link right down there. While you're in the doobly-doos, you also can find links to our merch store. Where you can get the Pissant Podcast uh, shirt, the Sasha Bear shirt, the the Sasha Bear hat, whatever you want, um, all of that stuff there. You the can bear back yet? Apparently, no bear anymore. Apparently, yeah, that was a limited time thing. Guacamole cost extra shirt. Oh wait, that's that's also. Damn it. <laughs> that's that's trying to wear the wrong shirts. I'm gonna I'm gonna Did check you know just to make sure certain that the bear isn't back, but I'm pretty sure that the bear's gone. The bears. I mean, you could get a Sasha Bear pillow. Um, oh, that's cute. You know, or Sasha Bear mask. I mean, you know, mm. but no, no Sasha Bear bears anymore. Sasha Bear Bear, we miss you. But where can they go to follow you, good sir? Can For me, it's at DA Vincent. Hold on. <laughs> For me, how do I change that? How do I? Oh, there we go. This is what I do. There we go. For me, it's at DA Vincent K. Fabe. For you, it's at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. Back to you. And our Officer fearless Lester. leader, most importantly, the place where you can get all of our stuff, where you can have all the doobly doos for us. It is for you, mm-hmm. Mr. Smarts. <laughs> at Raw and Order WBU on pretty much any social media, except Facebook, where it's at Pissant Podcast, which is like on the hat here. Um, you can also look at all of our merchandise there, at least most of our merchandise, because Facebook is silly on something. So. I found a lot of gray hoodies last time. It was very weird. Yeah, it, <laughs> you can go there and you can search through it, but like they've blocked face masks because they say they're medical equipment and that's against their Not terms. Uh, according to them, even cloth ones count as medical equipment. It's stupid. Fu- it's fucking oh. Facebook stupidness. Um but anyways, uh, but yeah, you can check that out all there. Uh, but at pretty much any other place, Raw and Order WBU, um, that's you know Twitter and TikTok and uh, Instagram. That's where you find me. Um, on a side note, at a real job, um, my coworkers found my TikTok this week, and that was all <laughs> sorts of fun. Um, How in the blue hell did they find your? T- apparently, it came across their for you page. Um, one of my fucking stupid TikToks, and they're like, I know that guy. So they came in and he and figured out how to open biscuits by using a can yep. opener. Can opener. Because he's afraid of the pop. Oh, I did see that one. That one was yep. uh, pretty good. Yeah, I think he sent it to us. He was like, Look at this TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I 100% did not send that to you. I can. I have the receipts to show that I did not. No, he I may did have. It. I think I just saw that one. Mm-hmm. He promoted but, that um, TikTok though. He was like, everybody in the world needs to see this TikTok. 
Well, and thirty-seven dollars, so a whole world can see this TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> well, I failed at that because it's only got thirty-six hundred views. So <laughs> that was. Uh, I also saw the one where he's comparing like what Americans have to what people in London have. So he was talking mm-hmm. about the the laundry, they, how it goes a yeah. different way, and then they, other crap. There's a couple of TikTokers that I follow that are from England. And their their big thing that they post is they're like, is it true that you don't have doors on your kitchens? And mm-hmm. so I point out, no, no door on my kitchen. Uh, DFA, do you have a door into your kitchen? It's called an open floor plan. In fact, I have my, from my living room, I can see my dining room and my kitchen. That's fairly common in America. It is not common, apparently, in the UK. Um Older homes, though. Even, yeah, like, even, I think that's just a North American thing. I don't think uh, doors on kitchens are common at all. Like, unless you're European and you build your own house, sure, you can Mm -hmm. do whatever you want. Apparently, in the UK, it's it's 100% common to have doors on your kitchen and everything. They also also put um, their washing machine, their laundry machine in the in the kitchen right that's the normal place for it in the uk yeah um, some people do that here too though it is 100 not the normal place for it in the u.s in the u.s first it's got its own room and if you don't have it in its own room it's usually in a bathroom yeah it's usually and and often if it's in a bathroom it's it's still in a closet in the bathroom Yes, you can like close the door on. Her there room. are some that do them in the kitchen. I've I've mm-hmm. lived in an apartment that added in the kitchen. The the apartment complex that I live in, if you got if you went into a certain uh, floor plan, it was technically kind of in the in the dining room area, but in that area in the dining room and kitchen area, but it was not in the kitchen, right? Yeah. But in yeah. the UK, you weren't, now you weren't making cookies at the same time as you were pulling yeah. it out and folding. Now, also, apparently in the UK, it's not common to have a dryer. Usually just have a washing machine and no dryer. Um, what else? Uh, they, they line they dry were, everything? Apparently. Yeah, they, they, in, well, line a, dry or they have country, drying racks. In a country with three times the, uh, the rain and humidity that we have here? Mm-hmm. They apparently have drying racks that they have in their hallways. Um they also nice the area. idea of a garbage disposal is foreign to them, and and here's the deal: is um, garbage disposal, like the, the, the sink disposal, the... the sink disposal. They're common, although I also don't know a lot of people who really heavily use them. Like yeah. a lot of people uh, have them, and I I got to be honest: in the last two years, I've maybe turned mine on like five times, but I have it there. I don't um, think I even have one. Yeah. They're um they're really common in America, but I don't know if they're used as much. I can't remember what else. Oh, and then they were really fascinated with the idea that um our windows here in America uh often don't open out. They slide open, which is really slide common in America. They either yeah. slide up and down or in the case of mine they slide to the side. Um, and then they usually have, they usually have a screen on the outside. So you open it up, but you've got a screen. Apparently the screens aren't common in the UK at all. Really? That's interesting. Okay. 
Well, they must not have, you know, atomic mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, like we yeah. Do. I guess I don't not. have to screen that shit out. So. Have you seen how long they live here? I can tell you. I killed the yeah. last one last show. I have yep. yet to see one. I felt oh. like you were looking around at one point, though. No? No, I, I was looking around just to make sure there's none in here. Yeah. I just out of paranoia. <laughs> you just traumatized that. <laughs> um, but so I made, I made a, a response video showing them. This is me walking in my front door. Look, there's no door to the living room and there's no no door to the kitchen. I can walk through the kitchen and here's my sink, my garbage disposal. Now, um, in their defense, they may actually be helping. Part of the reason they may not have the obesity problem that the United States does and less so Canada, but the United States does is because we do so much entertaining from our kitchens Mm-hmm. That no meals are formal, and so we're just eating all the time. This is why we're as big as we are. I mean, one of the other things that um, that we have that they don't have that probably uh, applies is ranch dressing. Um, and yeah. shit ton of it's... condiments for everything in any restaurant Fuck yeah. everywhere. Fuck That's yeah. Right. Why would you not want that? Let's put some chili sauce on my Big Mac. Our... Yes. Yes. Our, our gas stations have more condiments than most restaurants in England. <laughs> well, one of one of these uh, like some British TikTokers has Ellen? discovered the joy of ranch. She is now obsessed with it. Her name's Dawn Farmer. If you're a TikToker, uh, you can look her up. She's absolutely obsessed with ranch. She now orders it in specifically for her. But she posted a thing uh, the other day. It was like, me, if I ever go to the United States... Uh, in the supermarket it's her just running around to grab the ranch and and the comment the regular comment was you will you would be surprised with how much ranch you would get if you tried to grab every bottle of ranch in the supermarket right you go into to uh a walmart here in america it's half an aisle it is half of an aisle yeah i'm not even fucking joking not just salad dressings ranch just ranch, yeah. Just varieties of ranch. You've got Hidden Valley. You've got Hidden Valley Low Sodium. You've got Hidden Valley Fat Free. You've got Buttermilk Hidden Valley. You've got Hidden Valley with Bacon. Um, you've got Hidden Valley side, Cucumber. Side note, Hidden Valley is also the only flavor to get. Um, you know, I got to be honest. I I love the variety of of things. Uh, the Kroger brand ranch is actually pretty darn good. Kraft isn't my favorite. But, but I don't absolutely hate it. I don't hate any of them. But but here's the deal. You don't like Kraft? Oh, there's Newman's Own. There's Hellman's. There's fucking um, uh, Wishbone. Um, we probably have 20 different varieties, 20 different brands of ranch dressing. Um, we also tend to like to fuck up other dressings like French dressing. Mm-hmm. And we turn that into Dorothy Lynch, which is ten times as good as French dressing. Imagine French dressing with sugar. It's so good, dude. No. I will send it to you. No. I'm gonna send you oh. some. Yep. Well, it's, it's just like regular salad dressing. dressing. Jesus Christ. No, it's great on chicken. So you gotta use it as, as like a marinade on chicken. Not ranch. On fucking chicken. Not ranch. Dorothy Lynch. Oh. Oh, okay, but that's like a salad dressing. No, it's it's a. It French is a salad, salad dressing, dressing, but it's 
It's fucking different. It's it's unlike any other salad dressing you probably you use ever barbecue tried. sauce on stuff. Anything yes. you would use barbecue sauce on, use this at one time. You'll be like, this is pretty good shit, man. So let's see. I'm scrolling through Walmart. Hidden Valley Ranch. Great value. Valley Ranch. Holy shit. Can we end uh, this podcast? Hidden Valley gluten-free. Uh, Lifehouse brand ranch. Uh, Ken Steakhouse brand ranch. Um, is there an end this podcast through. ranch? No, there's not. Because there's like 30 other brands. Um, <laughs> Because uh, I'd go you for can that. Get, ranch you can get right about now. You can get ranch in packets to make yourself. Um, oh, Jesus. You can also get ranch. Really green is a rub. Yeah, you can get ranch in a shaker. That's a powdered shaker that you can just shake the ranch seasoning on your shit. Yeah, um, that I think we have too here. Uh, fucking. Anyways. Uh, Thank you, Juan Salas, Celestino Ocho. He was about to end the podcast. Shut up. (laughs) Oh, oh, while we're talking about, there's Olive Garden Ranch. Yeah, that makes sense. Skinny Girl Brand Ranch. Olive Garden has ranch? I thought they only had Italian. I can get ranch dressing. You want to go to Olive Garden? I don't know if they have it in their Olive Gardens. I know they sell it in the stores. (laughs) <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, and I mentioned Newman's own fucking Green Goddess Avocado Ranch. Like, literally, when we say it's half of an aisle, and we're not even fucking joking. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Um, so you, 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 you wouldn't, you would have to have multiple carts to buy just one of each variety of ranch. Um, and if you wanted to buy them all, right, it'd be a pretty penny. And this but, person's from where? The TikToker? She's from London? Uh, I th- no, she's from... Um, fuck, I can't remember. Not Liverpool. London, but one of the New other York. cities. Not Liverpool. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't even fucking matter. Go look but her up. Don she Farmer doesn't have ranch. She doesn't they don't have, have any ranch. ranch there. She had, she's had to start ordering from, from Amazon International to get it. Oh wow! Ranch That's isn't available in most stores in the UK, apparently. So oh. um, she had never tried it until one of her followers had sent her a bottle of it, and now she's <laughs> fucking obsessed with it. Um, Ranch is. And then an- another one, another TikToker named Goonie Dad is also fairly obsessed with it. He's going to be coming to the states here this year sometime, and I sent him a message saying, "Hey, if you ever come to Nebraska, I will introduce you to Runza." Um, also, a good move to try runs a dipped in ranch. Ranch, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with ranch is it goes on fucking everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, you, ranch? you know it goes oh, on everything? Ending this fucking podcast. Nope, nope, doesn't. We're going on for a record now. <laughs> um, no, it like, oh, you have a taco? We've done make a that taco better? podcast before, but we can't. Yeah, we're not. We cannot continue. We, we sure can. We can talk about ranch for another two and a half hours. I'll be. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, um, God. You have a taco? You want to make the taco better? Get some ranch. Ranch. On it. Yeah, that's valid. I've done that. Oh, oh, you have a pizza? You want to make the pizza better? Fucking ranch, right? Oh, you have a boring hamburger? You want to make the hamburger better? Ranch. 
Oh, you want to end a podcast? Just just get some ranch. Give me the ranch. <laughs> Give it to me. I, I would have, the only thing that makes that better is if you'd had some ranch at your desk. <laughs> so you'd yeah. Just, yeah that's about thank it. you. <laughs> they even, so they we even will... make ranch soda. You can get soda that's ranch flavored. Not a chance in hell I'll ever try that. I, I, I got to be honest, it's it's bad, um, but you can get it oh, if you, you want. Anyways. Yeah. You've had it? Yes, oh. I have. I, I've... Yeah, Smarks can't see something that's weird in the store and not buy it to try it. That's it's kind of his thing. Mm. Yeah. Here's the deal. Is, um, uh, there's a company that makes uh, Thanksgiving dinner soda that you buy it and it's it's like a six pack. And there's there's some that are kind of normal, like cranberry sauce flavored soda. But then there's turkey like and stuffing soda. Um, it's a Jones Soda Company, to be perfectly honest. Um, uh, but you you can get um, what all flavors were there? Turkey and gravy sausage. Turkey and gravy. Uh, stuffing potatoes. Um, Sweet potatoes. Came in a, I Sweet potatoes, it. gravy soda. <laughs> Let's see gravy soda. Just the thought <laughs> sounds so terrible. <laughs> carbonated soda, or carbonated yeah, uh, gravy. Jesus. <laughs> That's disgusting. Can you imagine how it would bubble up out of the container when you open uh, it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so the Jones Soda Holiday Pack. Visual. Let's end this fucking oh, podcast. I swear to God, God, I'm going to puke. <laughs> Grab a Mentos, buddy. Grab a Mentos. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jones Soda Holiday. I've tried them. They're not fucking good. Um, I'll be the first to, to say uh, they're not great. <laughs> so you like an apple pie? Because that'd be okay. But, I'm trying to figure out what all the ones were on there. Um, okay, seriously. So, turkey and gravy. No one cares. Green pea. <laughs> Sweet potato. We still have viewers listening to this right now. And and they 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 once had one that was antacid flavored. <laughs> For your you Americans make Anyways. everything. <laughs> For all the evil. <clears throat> but on that note, I will finally give in to JLB, and hey. we'll close the podcast. Don't you uh, say. Thank you all for listening. If if you're enjoying this and you want to hear more about that, then just let us know. We'll talk about fucking shit that America has all you want. You can also, oh, on our merch store, you can get one of those uh, t-shirts to get autographs from. There's there's Jonathan Gresham and uh, Jordan Grace and Chelsea Green uh, on that shirt back there, all of whom wrestled at Impact Hard to Kill. Uh, yeah, Billy Gunn's on there. And Austin Gunn, I believe. Um, yeah. There's also a one Hey Smarks, STFU, and End the Podcast shirt coming up. Dude, you're free to go whenever you want. I don't have you, you know, <laughs> fucking trapped yeah. on here or anything. But, but, but I like to make it an end. I like to end it. <laughs> Bye-bye. We will miss all of you till Tuesday. Thank you Thank all for listening. And listen we will to see you soon. Ranch Show Tuesday thing.